Hello everyone, it's Margaret Schramko here, your transformational teacher and dream therapist. And today I'm really excited to um, invite Ellie Bursko along to answer some questions and share her journey. She's an amazing woman and Ellie and I have known each other since I think since 2011. And I've watched Ellie on her own empowerment journey. And She's very inspirational and she's overcome so many things. And I'm so thrilled to have her here today to share her wisdom and all her tips and her journey with us. So, hello, Ellie. Hi, thanks for having me. Oh no, thanks for being here. So you're a business and mindset coach. You're also a competitive power lifter, a world traveler, which I know that I love watching your, um, seeing your, all your pictures from around <laughs> the world. And you're also a yeah. mum. So, yeah. yeah, you're one busy lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> Great. So can you share a little bit, just a little bit about yourself, a couple of minutes about what it is you do, you know, mm -hmm. and just about yourself. That would be lovely. Yeah, sure. So I, I started out in business six and a half years ago as a personal trainer when I started. And at the time, I, I literally had nothing. I was living on Centrelink. My partner was um, on a tourist visa, so he wasn't allowed to work. And uh, I had just had my first child. And so I, I came from having nothing, no, no support outside of my partner. And um, <clears throat> I really, that was my driver to create a better life and lifestyle for myself and my family. And so uh, I've, I've had a lot of ups and downs over the last six and a half years, but I've done a lot of personal development a lot of business development and a lot of just internal work to be able to get where I am today, really. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's, is it safe to assume that your motivator is your children and your family and to live a, a free life? Is that your biggest motivator? It was when I started, but it's not anymore. So I realized uh, as I've gone through the different, I guess, milestones and different stages of, of my business and my life, I, it's changed and my values have changed in alignment with that as well. So when I first started, it was to create that life of freedom. And then when I hit around the 10K a month mark, I realized I was still pushing for more. It's like, oh, I want to create an awesome lifestyle. And that was my driver. But it's like, uh, when I did a reflection on that, I realized, well, I've already got that. So it's not pushing me anymore. And so once all the bills were paid and I was traveling and I had everything I wanted and money was going to charity and money was going in savings, that wasn't enough anymore to push me because I already had it. And so I kind of, I didn't purposely do it, but I guess as I grew around that time, my reason why wasn't that lifestyle and freedom anymore, it became fulfillment. And so I knew that then doing, and this was maybe two, three years ago now. And so I realized that when I was scrolling through Facebook and procrastinating and not doing the stuff that I should have been doing goals in business and in life, that I wasn't feeling fulfilled and having that as my highest value, I was like, waking up each day once I realized that and going, okay, well, what is going to fulfill me today and coming from that place? And then more in more recent years, in probably the last year, it's shifted again and it's more con um, connection and contribution now. So from a, 
from like a business and also charitable perspective is like, how can I reach out and help more people? How can I transform more lives? Not just like, let's make another sale. Let's make another sale. How can I really expand that to a bigger level? And connection is not just connection in my business and with my clients and my followers, but it's, it's even deeper than that is connection within myself and connection with my partner and with my kids because I could, you know, I could have 20 grand come into my bank account in a week or have amazing opportunities happen in business. But if I'm feeling disconnected with my partner or with myself or with my kids, no amount of money or success or achievements even matters. Absolutely. Well, I 100% agree. I mean, you know, I'm a passion test facilitator as well. And in the passion test, it's, 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 it's very clear that it's never about the money. It's about what brings you your deepest fulfillment. So, yeah. For you, I'm just hearing that you do, which I never really knew that your motivator was money. And yeah. then once you got comfortable with that, then you went deep into your soul fulfillment, which yeah. I love hearing that. And, you know, I help women to do that regardless of income or regardless whether they're in business or not. So how to connect yeah. deeply to themselves. So with your own journey, once you actually identified that and went, I need to go really deep and had that, you know, that divine grounded connection and soul mm. fulfillment. Yeah. Would you share two of your biggest challenges with that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Sure. So a big one's been relationship. I had a stage last year with my relationship with my partner um, that I, I felt like I wasn't getting the attention that I needed from him and that I wanted from him. <laughs> yeah. So I started having other men flirting with me and that attention was coming from elsewhere. And so I was in a very self-destructive phase and I was self-sabotaging and I was, I almost destroyed my relationship and I realized what I was doing. I realized I can't just keep saying my partner's being negative or he needs to work on himself. It's like, yes, everyone should work on themselves, I think, but we can only change ourselves and we can only work on ourselves. And so I realized that even though I'd done so much work on myself, I needed to do more work on myself and I needed to not self-sabotage, not be destructive and realize that through that process, I realized I actually had unconditional love from him. He just showed it in a way that in a different way to what I wanted, you know? And so it was at that time that I, um, uh, it, it was that time where things changed this time last year, actually, where some of my highest values were like wealth and business and success and financial freedom and things like that. And then when all of this stuff got stirred up in my relationship, I realized that all of that didn't matter without connection, happiness, um, health, like my, my values really shifted. And so that that's been one of my biggest struggles in recent years, the stuff I've gone through in my relationship. But now since then, since that time last year, we're so much stronger than ever. It's, it's been, uh, it was hard, but it's been an amazing journey after that. I find, <clears throat> I find this, and this is so consistent. I reckon it easy. 97% of my clients when they come to me, um, they are scared of their relationships breaking down. And that is one of their biggest grievances. It's like, you know, I'm not getting the intention or the love. Mm. And what mm. I found, mm. what is actually, it's not what I found, the truth is, is that yeah. when you don't fully love yourself, 
And when you don't fully believe on a cellular level that you are enough, and when you don't speak your truth because yeah. you believe you're enough, you're not putting the boundaries and the guidelines yeah. and creating the relationships you want. So how you cannot fully receive the love from your partner if you don't fully receive the love from yourself. Yeah. And this yeah, is, totally. yeah, and once you do that, it's, um, it really does, um, you know, it really does bring such a deep contentment and grounded and strength. It brings this energy, grounded energy of strength, contentment, peace. And then from this space, I firmly believe that's when you start to really become the conscious creator. Would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, totally. And I found that I felt like around this time I'd been thrown back to how I was feeling when I was a teenager and twenty. Yeah. And I felt all this worth and self-love stuff coming up and thought, I've done so much work on myself. I I do love myself. Why is this stuff happening? And so I've realized over the last year, and it's it's come up again recently, actually, a couple of weeks ago, where not in my relationship, but for myself with self-worth, I was getting all these amazing opportunities. And I was thinking, oh, but who am I to have this? And like, what if I then have it all, you know, like what then? And um, all this stuff around, but that's only for serious business owners. I don't have a serious business. And so (laughs) I realized that, you know, (laughs) she makes over serious. And and you know, the whole thing. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I know. (laughs) I know. Um, And it's like, Uh, You know, I think it's around like professional business, you know, because I'm not professional. So some of that stuff was coming up and I realized that um, it's actually, it's not that we're thrown back and that all the work we've done hasn't done anything. It's, you kind of mentioned it before, it's like peeling another layer of the onion off, right? And it's just finding that deeper, like another deeper layer to all of that, that self-worth and self-belief. And so for me, in the last couple of weeks, I did some clearing work, some healing work, but more so I just kind of fell into it. It just kind of, it just sunk in. Um, And now I've got even bigger opportunities just in the last couple of days, actually, just amazing, amazing stuff going on. But I feel like, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. Like I am the kind of person that, that can accept that and that doesn't have excuses coming up. I, I dropped everything to make, um, to make this thing work. And, um, and I believe that I am at that level to be able to not only receive that, but fit in with those kinds of people and, um, like really step up to these opportunities. Absolutely. And there was something that went Mm. through my mind then is that I think when we get to a certain point, when we start to really understand that it's really deep within us and it's all linked to our not and you know not being enough and all the shame and the guilt and all the all the negative i love to call them third dimensional energies the negative stuff yeah but when we spend so much time and you know it's a journey and it's a process and i know that i have been on this for like at least 5 years longer i know you have been too but you reach a pivotal point yeah and then it cascades away so fast like you know, it was only last week I had an incident with someone who means the world to me and, you know, is is very intimately connected with me. And they said something and they basically said, 
no, I don't agree with you at all, Marg. Not at all. Bang. Not talking about it. And they completely shut me down. And I sat there and went, okay. Mm. And the point of difference is if I talk about like three years ago, I would have gone into cranky mode, um, victim bill, mm. you know, and gone into poor me. Yeah. But last week, yeah. within three minutes, I went, what's going on here? Oh, my God. I actually held a belief that I wasn't even consciously aware of, held a belief that if someone didn't mm. agree with me or if someone didn't endorse me, then they didn't love me. How's mm. that? And yeah. I think this is why I'm sharing it is because it can happen. So you get to a point and then you work through this stuff so fast. And I just giggled at myself. Yeah. I had a bit of a 15, 20 minute cry to release that old memory didn't discuss it with yeah. the person who was involved and yeah. it's been removed. So I think yeah. as we keep going through, it's like thick mud, thick mud, thick mud. Then we get to this pivotal point yeah. and then it's like, it's so quick. So you agree with that, Ellie, because you're, you're nodding, you're going yeah. to check it. Totally. Yeah, 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 totally. In the past, something that might have taken, that triggered you, that might have taken you know, uh, a year, you might, or it might take even longer. I might be hanging around for years. Right. You can let go of that within minutes or an hour or very, very quickly, the more that you work on yourself. And there's actually a few questions. I talk about this a lot with my clients. There's a few questions that I ask myself and I get them to ask themselves to be able to have that self-awareness and that self-reflection just like that, rather than it taking a long time. Yeah. And it's what, what triggered me what was my reaction? How can I learn from this? Like, what are the lessons? How will I actually grow from this? Or how can I change the perspective? And then what action do I need to take to move forwards? Yeah. And so I did this last year. Um, this is when I first created this, um, was mid last year. And I had a lot of clients leaving all at once. And there was about 10 of them. And it was like, what triggered me? Well, clients leaving. What was my reaction? I got angry and defensive, made it all about me. Um, what were the lessons and learnings? Well, actually, it wasn't about me. And then I realized then and a bit more ongoing over the next few months that whenever people drop off, it's because I'm growing at a rapid rate and they're oh not willing to step up with me. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so relate to that. You know, like I had a certain type of um, attracting certain type of energy client, like the energy within them. And then it goes... And then yeah. you know, I go through times, and I still experience this. It goes through, and I go dead for a while, and they all drop away because mm. because I have up leveled again, and I'm attracting different clients. And there's yeah. always a void space too at times when you're up leveling, and in this void space, mm. that's when it's really important to love ourselves up and to stay focused and keep judging forward. But it's so directly linked. And I just, I want to make sure that this message gets across. So it's so directly linked to really unconditionally loving yourself and knowing that you are yeah. enough. So you receive and when, and that, that is a journey to get to that point. And I think when you get to that point, that's the pivot and to get to yeah. the journey takes, you know, can, it takes as long as it takes and as, and it will happen as yeah. quickly as you allow it. And of course, you know, yeah why I love doing dream therapy with people because you get straight at the back. Yeah. Get in there and rip these suckers out. <laughs> I do. 
Well, you know, in, in that experience last year, so I realized those things, I changed the perspective and I realized just when people are dropping off, there's just as many, if not more, that uh, new people coming in or people that step up and do more with me that are already yeah. clients. Yeah. And so once I did a little bit of journaling on that, I then, the action I needed to take was getting myself out of my environment. So I went down the street, I was staying in Bondi in Sydney at the time. I went down the street, had a nice lunch at a cafe, read a book, came back to the apartment after that, had all these leads coming in. And so if I'd still been in that negative mindset, I wouldn't have been able to get on the phone and call those leads straight away. I would have pushed those opportunities away or not even seen them in front of me. And so I got on the phone because I was now in a positive mindset and I made $13,000 in a couple of hours. So that's how like rapidly things can change when we switch from the negative to the positive and have that self-awareness on the, the lessons that are showing up for us. Absolutely. We are such, it, it always blows my mind. I don't know about you, but it always, it always blows my mind. No matter how many times I experience instant manifestation or being in alignment and, you know, being positive, and that inst it blows my mind mm. every single time. And it like you just yeah. it's cool, isn't it? And it's really juicy, and it makes you feel really humble. And it's just, and you just go, oh my god, I'm never going to get yeah. used to this. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, totally. And it was the same thing um, with the. <coughs> it was the same thing with the amazing opportunity the other night. This happened in, in half a day. I one of my friends met one of uh, Richard Branson's friends on the weekend, and they really hit it off and connected. Um, just immediately and she loved his energy and um he'd been manifesting th these kinds of things as well and she invited him to go to necker island richard branson's island in six weeks time and to bring three friends along and so he put a post up on facebook over over a hundred you can guess what's coming next yeah. um, over a hundred people were shortlisted down yeah, over 100 people were shortlisted down, then 15, they both spoke together. Four people got on a group call with her and my friend, then had a one-on-one -on -one with her as well. And yeah, I'm going to Necker Island in six weeks time. And that, <laughs> congratulations, honey. I mean, I just think that is so fabulous. This is, it's, it's our, congratulations. And, <laughs> Thank well, you. and well deserved, well deserved. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, the thing is as well, going back to she, they only let people in, like she kind of stalked everyone and she only let people in from, from finding out about them, from then having conversations with them who had a good energy, who had created amazing things in, in their business and in their life. Um, and who she thought would be a good fit because they want the right people there. And so if I'd been doubting myself still, or if I hadn't, you know, it's a big investment as well. So if I hadn't been cre creating success in my business, or if I had limiting beliefs around, oh, it's too much money, or I've got a course on at that time, but I didn't, I didn't have any of that fear, any of those limiting beliefs. I was like, I've got the money and more will come back in. So that's fine. I'll cancel the course that I'm going to in Melbourne. It doesn't matter if I lose my accommodation there that I've already booked. You drop everything for that kind of opportunity and you make it work. Whereas there were other people on his thread saying, 
oh, I've got a course on then. And it's like, oh, no. it's Richard Branson for God's sake. God's sake. No. Yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, I'm with you on that. And, you know, I mean, yeah, I, I'm so with you. That's how I got to India in 2013. You know, when I dropped everything and went over with um, Janet. Yeah, wow. That's how, because I went over there with no money as well. I just, yeah. And to coordinate the kids, for God's sakes, Ellie. I mean, I was leaving the country for three yeah, yeah. Who was going to look after my kids? And I just went, no, nah, it's going to yeah. happen. I am not letting this opportunity yeah. go. And that's, and of course, when you're in that mindset yeah. and you receive, you receive help, you ask for what you need, you make it happen, then it just mm. all happens with so much yeah. flow. So, well, that's congratulations. How exciting you. for you. So, um, I want to kind of... Thank you. Forward. And, you yeah. know, I have to... No, go. I was just going to say, I had the money sitting there. You know, I've been saving up to pay a big tax bill that's coming up, but I had the money sitting there. And it's like, you could say, oh, but I need that savings or I need that or whatever. And it's like, more money will come in. Money's just energy. It's It always flows. And it's like, you're not going to put it on a credit card or something like that. If you If someone's not in the position where they can do it, then that's another uh, another story. But I've created this life and this lifestyle for myself, not just so I can make money, you know, but so that I can jump at these kinds of opportunities or so that I can, we give money to my partner's mum every month because she can't afford to pay her bills in Portugal. And I give to charity every month and I'm able to um, do amazing things with my clients. And I wouldn't be able to do that if I wasn't, if I wasn't continually growing and up leveling within myself. Absolutely. So what would you like to share? Um, I'd like to go a little bit more into fears because we are all human and we all do carry fears. And, you know, how do you, what, what's your greatest fear or your top two greatest fears and how do you manage that so you can keep, you know, living your life and being the conscious creator? Because I don't ever, I do not believe that the fears ever go. But I think we learn to control yeah. and where we are in the, in, you know, we're in the control seat. So if you'd like to share your yeah. one or two fears and how you manage that, Ellie, that would be really awesome for the ladies to hear. Yeah, yeah, sure. So the biggest one comes back to what we were talking about before with my relationship. You know, I, I asked myself a question, um, I don't know if it was earlier this year or towards the end of the last year. And I was like, what am I really scared of? And it was losing my partner. And I, I know now after going through those rocky times that I won't and there's unconditional love from him. Um, but, you know, sometimes if you just have a small argument, sometimes my brain goes to the extreme and be like, oh, we're growing apart and I'm going to lose him and just like chaos and like being scared. And even though I know logically that that's not going to happen, um, so that's, that's my biggest thing because I feel like, um, I feel like with us, if things aren't going well or there's some kind of negativity or something going wrong, that really affects all other areas of my life. And my, my greatest thing that's so important to me is that connection with him, because when we feel connected, then we're, we're happy, we're loving, we're supporting each other. And no matter what else happens, it's easy to, to go through that together and know that I have his support. Um, I love, I from, love, yes, yeah, no, I love your example because I, I say this a lot too, is that your greatest fear is your greatest power. Mm. Yeah, you said you, when your fear takes over, 
and then you start to get into a spin and you sabotage yourself and things start to fall apart because you're not yeah. you know, taking over. But when you embrace that fear and manage that and take steps to do whatever it, you need to do to keep that, you know, to keep you in your power, your relationships yeah. improve, you know, your life experiences are expanded and magnetized yeah. and more positive. Yeah. So it's so true that our greatest fear is actually our greatest power as well. Yeah. So how yeah. do you, what do you do personally to manage that, to make sure that it doesn't, you know, take over? Yeah. So I was going to say as well, that, so the other one would be within business and it would be when I'm leveling up, doing things that I haven't done before. So for example, if I was to speak in front of, a thousand people instead of like the greatest room I've spoken to is 110, 120 people. If I was to speak in front of 500 people or a thousand people, that would, that I would be very nervous. Um, or, <laughs> um, or, you know, just stepping up and doing things that I haven't done before. But, um, that happens all the time. You know, I always say to my clients, fear and overwhelm and anxiety and stress are worse in our head. And it's when we actually, and, when we actually take action, that's when we let go of the fear, let go of the overwhelm and we build confidence and belief within ourselves. But the more you sit there and be stagnant and just think about things, the worse they get, you've got to actually move forwards and take that action. So I guess that answers your question as well. Um, but yeah, so that would be within business to overcome that fear. It's just taking the action, doing any clearing work, mindset work that's needed, whether that's journaling, meditation, doing a session on myself using tools that I have or having someone um, offer me a session. Um, and then within my relationship to be able to overcome that fear, it's just communication, isn't it? Like in any kind of relationship, whether it's a, a partner or a friend or family or clients or whatever, it's just having, or staff, it's having open communication and knowing where both of you are at, how you're feeling and realizing a lot of the time that these things that are going on inside your head, you're just making them up based on your own values and belief system when actually it might not even be reality. Well, it's not reality. It's your whole belief system. It's all the negative, the dark, your shadow or the dark side yeah. of it. You know, for me, what I do is actually I jump out of myself like, and be a third party observer. And that yeah. goes in alignment with, you know, your four questions of when you, am I getting triggered, so forth. So yeah. when I go through that process, I jump out and I look in from a third party because that just gets me out of here. Yeah. And it gets, and I'm such yeah. a emotional person. <laughs> gets me out of my emotion yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah absolutely yeah that's cool. action and from a third party point of view and then take action and it gets easier and easier and easier yeah so yeah, thank yeah you totally for sharing, sharing those cool. things out ellie it's really we're so similar like i mean i'm not saying you and i i'm just saying humans we all have these fears and it's yeah totally not being enough being loved you know fear of loss you know, yeah. we all struggle with this. Yeah. When we talk about it and share how we overcome them, it's, 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 um, yeah. Know, it's and I think, I think a lot of the time people put others up on a pedestal, yeah. people who are further ahead than they are in whatever area of life. And it's like realizing that this stuff doesn't go away once you're making a certain amount of money or when your body looks a certain way or you've achieved a certain level of things. It's just different at each level. And so I think it's really 
not productive or helpful putting people up on a pedestal because everyone's human and everyone has things in them that they're struggling with as well. Totally. So what advice would you give to women if, um, you know, if you go back a few years ago when you were trying to get into your power um, and trying to search for that, yeah. Or even like two to three years ago when you actually identified that you were searching for that deep inner connection and, and to your, you know, connected to your soul to, to get such deep. Um, yeah. What advice would you give to women in that, in who are facing that now? Yeah. So I actually studied NLP about two years ago. And I, so I did that course and that really was the catalyst to start moving forwards. And even before that, like when I first met you, I was doing a lot of personal development and business development and that really helped me grow a lot. But then when I did my NLP course, that was life changing for me. And after the NLP course, the person who was running it, I actually invested in his one-on-one mindset coaching for two years or almost two years. Yeah. And so he helped me let go of limited beliefs. He helped me let go of past stuff that I was holding on to, changing relationships with letting go of stuff from like my dad and from things in the past that I was still holding on to. And, um, just really, um, yeah, he really, really helped me. And, uh, I did a lot of, a lot of work on myself and a lot of work on energy and balance and not just coming from a place of hustle, but really building my time and my energy and creating loving relationships, not only with others, but with myself. I I went on a very, very big journey with that. And, Uh, Last year in November and earlier in the year as well, I did, um, I don't know if you've heard of Spiral Dynamics. Yeah, I have. So I did, yeah, so, yeah, with Jane Thomas. Yeah. So that was like even deeper level to the NLP stuff that I'd done. And so about six months or so ago, maybe eight months ago, I did a two-day spiral experience for myself. So I was taken through it. And then in November, I did the six-day practitioner training. And so the NLP, the years of mindset and personal development, and then doing the, the spiral stuff last year, being able to clear stuff for myself, having an even deeper sense of self-awareness, um, all of that stuff's been the, the pivotal steps for me over the last two years and, yeah. and before that as well. Totally. I think, would you say, well, for me last year, I got a, a mentor. I've been looking for a mentor for a long time, but I was looking for a very specific yeah. person um, due to my own, um, yeah. my own lifestyle and the way my situation. I wanted someone who had walked a very similar journey and understood that. But investing in yourself, I... Yeah. I could not have had the quantum leaps and jumps and awareness that I had last year without my mentor. So listening to you, it's like we need people, we need help, we need to receive that, we need to invest in ourselves. It's so much easier. I think we have really quick shifts when we work with other people who have gone before us and we feel aligned with that we know they can help us. Yeah. 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 Totally. Absolutely. Totally. And, you know, I've invested 
I've invested probably about 250, maybe 300,000 over the last six years on my own business and personal development. And I wouldn't be where I am today without it. Not only the success that I've created, but who I am as a person. Absolutely. And it's, and it's that it's who you are. And then you create from that. I don't think I've invested that much, but it it wouldn't be far behind. (laughs) When you add it all up over the years, it clots up pretty quick. But I don't think I'm up to about 200k. But um, I'm not far behind you, Ellie. (laughs) So absolutely. Because that's, (laughs) that's the core of your creation you get yourself right and it's that enoughness and feeling loved and receiving your you know be able to receive receive yourself fully love yourself fully and then everything from there so yeah what would you like to share or your core message to women um for me personally i mean i'm very passionate about this i i firmly believe that women um we're balancing the you know, the rise of the feminine happened and that's happened over the last few years without a doubt. And it's happening to bring balance back into the world because we've been living in a masculine dominated society for way too long. So we're bringing this balance. And so women, I believe play a very, very powerful role and we are being called to rise. And I know that women can hear this call and they hear this call, but they don't know how to do it or what to do. In your experience, what would you suggest? Yeah. Yeah, so I I relate to that so much because I was, uh, well, when I first met you and, and for the first few years, uh, I was attracting male um, coaches and people that were all into the hustle and that was my personality as well and that's what yeah. I thought I had to do to be successful and so I was just push 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 all the time and because of that I was getting burnt out I was getting injured all the time I was having a disconnection with myself my partner and my kids and um, I had no energy and so and it was just like I've got to make another sale I've got to make another sale and I've got to push myself in the gym and I've got to push myself in all areas of my life and so I actually had um at a subconscious level from doing clearing work, I had beliefs that being a woman was um, weak and that women are like play the victim mentality and are martyrs Yeah. because I was choosing that I saw that were doing that. Not that all women were doing that. And I realized instead of looking at the women who were fitting that stereotype, looking at the women who are strong and powerful. And so through the work that I'd done as well through um, building my energy, building balance, I'm now making more money than I ever have and creating amazing opportunities whilst working a lot less and whilst allowing to receive support from team and systems and structure in my business and not feeling guilty when I take time off as well or not feeling like I have to push all the time. I've actually stopped competitive powerlifting after doing that for three years so that I could focus on losing weight and focus on my gut health and spending more time time with my family um, and I've lost seven kilos so far this year from doing that and so it's all been more into that balance and I think so as a message it's um, building self-worth and self-love and realizing your power as a woman and realizing that women are strong and powerful and to be strong and powerful and done you've got to push or act like a man or be in your masculine all the time that we've got to have that balance between the masculine and the feminine to be aligned and be whole and be at one with ourselves as well 
And, you know, as I've gone through that journey, I used to attract male mentors and I used to attract a lot of male clients and male friendships and male attention and stuff like that. And now since I've been in the feminine more, most of my clients, probably 80, 90% of my clients are females now. And I didn't do anything to make that happen. I just changed within myself and it started happening. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> very much, it is very interesting, isn't it? And it is linked, it was linked to your feeling, you know, not enough and not loving yourself because you are a woman. See, when you can yeah. really receive yourself, mm. we start to understand that we can't live with, with too much male energy, it is about balancing both and having both, working with both of those energies. Yeah. We're not taught that because the, the divine feminine has mm. been pressed and that's your shadow. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. when we start working on all that not enoughness and, and loving ourselves, it, 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 it just births itself naturally. It's so beautiful. It's a beautiful story, Ellie, and, and it's very consistent with the women who have, you know, um, risen and are really because our conscious yeah. creators it's so consistent and i always love listening to these stories because it validates my own journey <laughs> validates myself too is how i yeah feel. yeah and it's so inspiring yeah so inspiring and mm. you know i i deeply i do believe that every time every woman who does this and rises up into mm. her true power yeah. her true self yeah you, you're attracting other women now to guide and lead. And this is how we're going to change the world. So yeah. I want to acknowledge your role in this and, and your leadership in this. Um, very grateful, very grateful. And, and it's lovely to witness and grateful that you're doing it and all the other women who are doing it because thank you. Yeah. That's how we, we, can, we can have the, you know, that's my personality. I will, I will get stuff done really, really fast. And I take fast action and I love the busyness of, of being busy and, and being creating amazing things in business and getting more done than most people do in a, such a shorter time. I still have that part of me, but I know then how to switch off. Yeah. And I have that balance between the doing and the being and the the connection and the, the feminine side of nurturing and taking time out whilst also then just kind of pushing and getting amazing things done you can have both absolutely yeah yeah beautiful beautiful wisdom and truth there's truth yeah. right there so yeah. ellie i know um we've gone past time but i just want to say Thank you so much for sharing your journey and being, you know, being able to have this interview with me so other women can listen and be inspired and, um, yeah, and, and learn as well. So thank yes. you so much, honey. And um, congratulations for going to Richard Branson's Island in six weeks. I, I think it's just I know I can't <laughs> wait to see all your pictures on Facebook and everything. It's just so, yeah. it's awesome. So well done and congratulations. Thank you. So, right. So thank you, Ellie, for coming along and being here. Like I said, it's been an absolute honour and a pleasure to have you on today um, and sharing your wisdom with all the ladies. And thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. And thank you, ladies, for watching. And I'll see you next time with interviewing the next amazing woman.